our vision here at Champion Life is this, to raise you up to know who you are in Christ, to reign in this life through one man, Jesus Christ, and then to go out and to reach the lost. Amen. That's our, that's our vision. That's our vision. That God has made it to this house, and all you guys are part of it. We're going to run in it and be glad in it.
talking about particularly in the book of Jeremiah. And I said, I will finish this message in Jesus' name. Amen. 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 Well, I got home though, and I did. But we got home and we laid up from Sunday night till about Thursday, just kind of doing what you sometimes need to do. Right? Rest, rest. Amen. God rested on the seventh day. Yeah. 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 He didn't rest like I did. <laughs> <laughs> he didn't rest often. <laughs> oh, we have flesh. We have to, you know, we have to battle through certain things that come against us. But what we like to say is. Sickness may come, but it cannot overcome. Yeah. Amen. Amen. That's right. We don't feel believers, and as uh, uh, faith filled believers like we are, a lot of times people say, they just don't think anything bad ever happens. We never say that. Things can come against you, they just don't get the victory. Sickness can come, symptoms can come, but they can't overcome. Sickness can come, but they don't overcome. Praise God. Now, if you ever give him any ground, he'll take it. Amen. Amen. Not one time did I say, boy, I feel bad. I don't feel good. This isn't going to be good. I got this and I got that. Amen? I might have stayed neutral a lot of times and didn't say anything, but when I did say something, it's like, I just cried for you. Amen. Amen? And if I knew what I was saying, it didn't matter if anybody else did or not. Amen? I said, I will not miss any time. Praise God on Sunday morning, and I'm here, and praise the Lord. God's good. Amen. But I wanted to do this today, and I, I Lord put this on my heart to start with, actually, and I want to hear from a lot of you guys. But uh, what we have is 5,000 door hangers, 5,000 door hangers that are right behind the stage here under the stairwell. Uh, we're going to start putting some times together where we're all going out. There are apartment complexes all over the place. Over here, over there, back here, up here, over there, all over the place. There's thousands of people just in our little, you know, we're not trying to take anybody from any other churches. We have enough people to reach in this neighborhood. Yeah. Y'all sleep? About how we were looking at this building across the street for sale, 
and it just didn't suffice, amen. It just wasn't big enough for what we wanted to do. Not that it's not for somebody, praise the Lord. We pray that they're in overflow, too. I pray that church breaks out in radical revival where people over there just can't get in the door. That's right. Come on. You see, the body Christ is not about competition. It's about completion. Yes. And I'd love for this church to be radically filled. This one to be radically filled. Yes. Come in here. And I know some of you have people getting ready and offended. You know what? Because they're moving in our area. But what are we going to rejoice together? Amen. We're a body of believers. We are not against you. We're for you. Amen. And if you ever need anything, amen, if you're, uh, you know, if you know if anybody needs any help, we're going to help, amen. amen. We're here to help. We can do what we can do. Now, we can't do what we can't do, but we can do what we can do. Praise God. But I'm saying that to say, God sent us to this neighborhood, and we're thankful that he did. Yeah. I look back already. I've been going over last year, some of last year's stuff, having picked everybody your giving will be ready. There's a sign-up sheet today, I believe, in the back on the welcome table. And we need your email. If we can get it, we would love to just email out all the giving receipts from last year. 2021 giving is available. We'd love to email it if we could, rather than just print them. We can print them as well. But if you would, just give us your email. We'll email it to you and we're done. Praise God. We should have most of your email, but if we don't, we'd love to have it. But, uh, but uh, I kind of got off track right there because I just thought about that. But we do want to get that. Oh, my. And maybe go back and look during last year. Of all of the things that took place just from March and April yeah. and May to right now. From May and June, we started getting in here. We didn't really open up legally until about two months ago here. Say two months. <laughs> two months is we're a baby church, amen. We got a new head. We got a head transplant from Niceville to here. Amen. <laughs> Took the name off the church, got a new church, put a new building, new location. Let's, yeah. just, let's just start over. Amen. We need to take a little bit of faith just to shut everything down and say, yeah. let's go somewhere else. Yeah. Well, we didn't just go somewhere else. We went where God sent us. Yeah. And from day one, I want you to know uh, there was confirmation from day one yeah. going this direction. Yeah. And part of what, why I wanted Joe to come up and share today is this. Out of nowhere, we're at this meeting in Niceville about outreach, and they asked us to come to this meeting about outreach. And they said, would you come over here you, where we're doing an outreach, a door-to-door program, praying over people door-to-door? -door. I said, absolutely, we'll come. You know, we've kind of been, uh, everybody corona lately. We haven't been out, and nobody's really scared to touch each other. Right? Yeah. But we could yeah. and talk and go door-to-door -door with everybody. Right? Yeah. So uh, we got to that meeting, the first person I met, I said, what's your name? And he goes, my name's Joe. <laughs> What's your name? I said, my name's Robert. Praise the Lord. He goes, I said, what's Joe? He said, Joe, what's Joe Willis? I said, oh, praise God. We got to talk and share testimony. And they asked us to share about each other. And uh, come to find out, now, I'm not exaggerating a whole lot right here. And I do have a pretty good arm. But I could have hit his house with a rock from right here. <laughs> I don't know. I mean, a good, uh, it'd have to be a good throw and a good rock, you know? But I could hit his house if I just turned like this and just went like that right there. I think I could hit his house. But we got to talk. So much confirmation from all over. And then he's got this outreach, you know, on his heart already. Our whole vision is outreach children and getting this youth room filled and doing all of this. And getting the trunks and getting everything we got to get out of here. We didn't come to put everybody in here and have a little, you know, everybody down on the floor and let's have a Holy Ghost beat. Now, praise the Lord. Holy Ghost beat. We ought to have them in here so we can go out there. If we're not going out, I don't even want to come in. Praise the Lord. Amen. 
I don't really want to So started talking to Joe, and I said, well, praise the Lord, he might hook up. We'll see what he does. Amen. I've never been excited, just overly excited just to meet people. And I love people. I'm talking about people that say, I want to hook up with you, I want to run with you. I've been told that a million times. Proof is in the pudding, and what you going to do with me? I've been believing for a church like this, and you never see it again. I've been praying for this. God, I've been this. They disappear. You're like, okay, I learned over the years, okay, that really don't need you. Right, right. So Joe has been around. He's helped, he helped tear out the ceiling in this room. I've got pictures of him and his wife. John, uh, John bringing us uh, food to eat this whole time we've been in remodel. But I asked Joe if he would. Uh, I wanted to get you excited about, I'm mean, excited about the door. Sometimes this is just a practical thing. Now, we get them in here, we get out of there. I don't mind if you finish to them at the doorstep, but we're not sending you out to do that. We're just to get the word spread. Amen? And then it says on here, musicians, kids, got the kids ministry, the youth ministry, put your anything else as we just love to welcome you to the church. Amen? So uh, I'd like, though, for five minutes, I have Joe for five, 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 seven minutes or so. You guys can be sitting. I want Joe to come up here, and I want him to share a little testimony. About uh, the mic for him, praise the Lord. We got him, we got him. Young people, come on up here, praise the Lord. Yeah, y'all do a little better on the clapping than that, amen. Yeah. Uh, everybody, God has position, amen. God will position you. God, the Bible says, God puts uh, members of the body in place as He sees fit. You might think you want this person or that person. I need to recruit that guy, this guy. You will be miserable. You will work with people you don't even like to work with. You've got people that you think ought to be doing a good job and they never even pan out to do anything. Never ever just rely on what you think you want. Yeah. Let God bring yeah. the people that he wants to bring in. God knows how to do what he does. Amen. Share with him a little, little bit. Jeff. He says uh, you know, five to seven minutes. My normal testimony is about 25 minutes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but it's true, I did meet him in a meeting uh, back there, beginning of this year, somewhere around there, bar or something like And uh, he does what I love to do, what he wants to do with his church. And I found out he was good for Dick Boulevard. I was like, dude, my, right down in my neighborhood, you know. And the, the blessings that this church would bring to our neighborhood. I've been in this neighborhood for 25 years. I moved in this neighborhood in 94. In a little tiny trailer park called Leading East Trail Park. And then I met my wife in a bar fight in a bar right around the corner here. <laughs> I'm just gonna leave it in the background about this neighborhood. <laughs> so we've been in this neighborhood for a long time, very long time. Uh, I've sold drugs in this neighborhood. As a matter of fact, in 2014, I had open heart surgery. We got one of them I had uh, open heart surgery, five bypasses, 2014, and uh, come out of that. In 2015, I went right back to the drugs. Put crack cocaine for 30 years. Uh, I was an alcoholic for 35 years. Uh, 2015, uh, after recovering from heart surgery, I had went back on crack about six, seven months later. Mm. Mm. 2015, I was on my couch smoking crack and died. 
my wife was trying to resuscitate me for over five minutes before the paramedics got there. They hit, hit me twice with the paddles, bring me back to life. You know, there's a there's a uh, scripture in Luke chapter 13, verse 6, starts in verse 6, parable about a fig tree, barren fig tree. And the farmer says, uh, the owner of the farm comes up and says, hey, this tree's not bearing any fruit. Let's, uh, let's get rid of it. And the uh, farmer says, well, no, give me another chance with it. Give me another chance with it. Let me fertilize it too. Just take care, special care of it, and and give me a year. He says, "Give me a year with it." First time I heard this story, I swear to God, it was me. Yeah, I mean, it's what this scripture was talking about. Because my dad, when I was dying, Jesus Christ went back for me to my heavenly Father. Yeah, and was telling him, "Let me give you one more chance with it. Give me one more chance." Give me a year with you. Within that year, I was landed in the county jail. A year? That time? I landed in the county jail. And three times, my lawyer told me I was going home. Three times, the judge denied me. Sent me to prison. I went to prison, and the Lord opened my eyes to how he could use me to help people in the same conditions that I was in. I started with a ministry in prison called Celebrate Recovery. And people were coming and ministering to me. They're giving up their lives to come in and help me and minister to me to show me a better way of life Amen. with the Lord. So that's when the Lord started speaking to me, telling me, hey, I want to use you the same way. When you get out of here, I want to use you to break people to Christ through recovery programs. Through people that have drug addictions and alcohol addictions. Let you know your testimony is the most powerful thing you can ever tell somebody. The most powerful thing you can ever tell somebody. Hallelujah. I got out of prison in 2016, 2017, and I got into a food, I mean, a, a ministry on the streets, street ministry, and that's what I still do to this day. Every weekend without helping people. The Lord opened up a door and I wanted to go into rehab, secular programs, rehabs, and teach the Word of God. For about a year and a half before COVID, God used me, open those doors, mm. let me go in there and speak the Word of God to people that I would have never heard, yeah. or really never known what Christ could do and bring you out of these addictions. Amen. Because I believe 100% without Lord Jesus Christ in your life, not going to change your life. You're not going to come out of your addictions. Now, I'm testimony that because I did it for 35 years and I was never able to get out of it. Now, and if the Lord wouldn't put me in prison, I stopped, I would probably be dead right now. No lie. And I'm still in this neighborhood. When I found out this Pastor Roddy and his church was coming here, I just I had to get involved. I really did because. In this neighborhood, there are so many addictions. Mm. And I see it every day in my life. Every day, every day does. Every day I see it. Walking up down my street. Yeah. 
changed. I can't do this on my own. And Pastor Brian said he's coming to our neighborhood. I told him, I said, I got to get on board. And I've been here since I wrote And I'm going to stay here. Because this is my neighborhood. Been here so, so long. I want to be a part of making that difference. And I know the need for the harvest. You won't believe the harvest. Mm. I'm serious. We need workers. We do. We need everybody. Don't knock on doors, put them door handles up, and put doors on the wires. We need everybody. It's going to take all of us to make a difference in this neighborhood. And it's going to be hard work. I ain't going to lie to you. I know these people. I do. I've sold drugs with them a lot back in the day. So I know the work has got to be done. And it's a big need in that You couldn't go to another neighborhood and find a need in this neighborhood. It used to be over our flood zone. There's still a need over here. But there's a big need right here. There's a lot of addition to this area. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So I praise the Lord that y'all are here. I really do. And I get to be a part of it. Yeah. You know, in 1995, I was given a vision as a truck driver to preach truck stops. That God was going to use me one day to preach truck stops. Well, it's been 25 years since my vision has come true. I'm not going to be preaching truck stops. I will be preaching the Word of God, and I will be driving the truck. Amen. Amen. Glory!
black out in this neighborhood. We're coming after all people, Father God, that need this hope that we carry. His name is Jesus. And we thank you, Father God, he'll be proclaimed loud and clear. And Jesus is
all of your troubles have one answer. One, not a lot, just one. His name is Jesus. Amen. Glory to God. We thank you for the spirit of wisdom and revelation. We thank you, Father God, those who do have troubles. We thank you, Father God, that your word promises that you can deliver us from all troubles. All troubles. So we, Father God, we don't have to carry it. We don't have to put up with it. We don't have to walk through life and say, well, I guess that's what we'll be going through in life. No, we won't. We will not be having those. We're going to be having victory all the days of our life. We'll come out of one thing and conquer it, and we'll come to another, conquer it. We'll go from glory to glory. We will not say for anything less than a very complete and total victory in our life. Victory is ours. Victory is ours. So, Father God, we thank you. We'll say today, victory is mine. Everybody say victory. Victory is mine. You don't see God. You don't see Jesus. 
A mirror, don't get too deep. It's not hard. In a mirror, you see. So you're a reflection of yourself. Mm -hmm. Amen. And if you have been lied to and told who you were from the world, they don't know. That's right. They didn't make you. Amen. They didn't create you. You have to go back to the owner's manual to figure out who you really are. Amen. And I'm looking at kings and queens in the Lord. Amen. I'm looking at royalty. I'm looking at children of the most high God. Yeah. Who carried the same Holy Spirit that Jesus was baptized with. Amen. Not a different Holy Spirit. The same thing. That's what. And I don't plan to get excited today. I really don't. I got a cough drop in my mouth as we speak. I'm going to come to Daniel. <laughs> but the same Holy Spirit Jesus was baptized with, he were too. Not a different one. Not a different one. Amen. And everyone in here, nobody got half a Holy Spirit or half of Jesus. You got a third, and you got a quarter. You'll get a little bit. You get a, no, we all got the same Jesus. The same Holy Spirit. The same Bible. We're all seated together in heavenly places in Christ Jesus. Same seat. Same day. Same Father. Same thing. Amen. But But I do believe this that everybody I said this last week, I'm gonna say it again. Without a revelation of the Holy Spirit and relationship with the Holy See, and I, and this is this is well known that God is you can see God in the Bible because you can see creation. You see creation, the, the creation account in the Bible, and you can even read about Jesus walking around. Amen. You he's not real mysterious. But people get real strange when it comes to Holy Spirit. Yeah. He's not mysterious. He's my very best friend. Yeah. Yeah. Now here's the deal. Very best friend. I am not talking about someone we do not know. And he's not an it. It came in and everybody was checked out. He came in. Yeah. And again, he helped people is one of his goals is. Help people. If people aren't helped, you didn't get a move of the Holy Ghost. People can fall on the floor, left and right. You get up, uh, go down in an attic, get up in an attic, something ain't right. right. Holy Spirit will set you free. Like yeah. He will change your life. He will get you excited. He'll take your depression and give you his joy. He'll take your weakness, give you his strength. Amen. This is real. Yes. But here's the thing. Last week we looked at being led by the Spirit. Because here's the deal, you can be, he can reveal your identity to you, he can be your helper, but the next thing you're going to have to do is be led by the Spirit. Yes. We saw last week the Holy Spirit descended upon Jesus at the River Jordan, and all of a sudden it said, the voice out of heaven said, this is my beloved son, in him I'm well pleased. Everybody heard it, Jesus got his identity, declared to the world, and then he was led. See, here's the deal, once you get your identity, you have to then be led. Not by your degree, not by your common sense. Because <coughs> it's not common today. There's not a lot of common sense. God gave, you've never heard people say that. Well, God gave us a good old brain to follow him by. He He's not a brain. Come on. God is spirit, and those who worship him must worship him in spirit. He's not a brain in heaven, he's a spirit. Yes. Now, if you are not in good relation with Holy Spirit, you will not walk out the plan of God for your life. Right. If you are not, if he's just uh, showing you things, if he's there just to reveal to you who you are, and he don't lead your life. Yeah. Yeah. 
I know so many people, they're not led by the Spirit, they're led by feelings. This is a feelings world you're living in right now. They get their feelings hurt quite often. People in churches, it carries over to the church, they have a feelings hurt, not me. Whatever, whatever. Amen? We find with 12. I'm, I'm, I'm just joking. We want 1,200. But we'll take 12, too. I mean, here's the deal. We're not trying to keep anybody. We're not trying to make anybody in here happy. We're trying to feed your spirit. That's right. Amen. 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 We're not an audition for anybody in the world. We're here to preach the word. That's right. We will preach the word. We will give a good word. The word will be heard today. Amen. 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 What you do with it, who knows? <laughs> might ain't in it. Might take notes on it. Might not even have no notes. Might not take any notes. Just kind of taking up a chair. <laughs> Amen. Yeah. I mean, you know, you're not going to remember everything said. That's right. Amen. I like, I like notes. They're good. Yeah, yeah. Matter of fact, God wants things written down so much, he told them to do it and to put it in the book. Yeah. Why do you need a book? Don't need a book. We just need the spirit. No. He said, write it down so you can go read it. Amen. Put it down so you can go back and look at it. Aren't you glad it's written? Yeah. yeah. It's written. We ended last week, but it is what? Written. written. It is written. Right. I mean, no, it is written. It is. So that it can be read. Yes. Yes. And it can be said. Amen. There you oh, go. Today, I want us. I wanted to go into that introduction there because Jesus was led by the Spirit, and if you're going to be like Him, Jesus was born of God. I mean, you know, He was born of God. To the, to the Virgin Mary, but then he was also not just born of God, and many people are born of God. And what you're going to find out today, we're getting over the day into what we call spirit-filled life. Because yeah. a lot of people are not spirit-filled. They're spirit-born again. Yeah. But Jesus was more than born of God. Yeah. Why did the Holy Spirit descend upon him at the River Jordan? And he got baptized with the Holy Spirit. See, we can be just like Jesus, born of God and baptized with the Spirit of God. Amen. Right. Yeah. We should be exactly like Him. Matter of fact, that's why He's our great example. He did not do some things that we cannot do. That's right. Oh, here we go. I got looks already. He was God. He did it. Bible says He laid aside all of His Godhead and He came as a man to show us how to be born of God and Baptized by the Spirit of God, Amen. how to love God, how to pray. This is how you pray. Teach, Father, teach us. Jesus, teach us to pray. Isn't it amazing that they asked Jesus? They didn't say teach us to walk on water. They didn't say Jesus, teach us to raise the dead. They said Jesus, teach us to. Why? Because they realized that Jesus' power came from His connection. Yeah. And if you're disconnected from the power, they said, Hold on, every time He goes off to pray all night. We go out the next day, and 5,000 are fed, not family, women, and children. Lazarus gets up. Blind people are healed. They're like, and Jesus just walks off after that and says, he, 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 uh, he, he resorted, a lot of translations say, to a quiet place to pray. Yeah. And it's amazing how the disciples did come up and they said, Lord, teach us. Teach us what? Teach us what? Teach us to pray. Yeah. Amen. Yeah. And we're going to be looking at some things when it comes to prayer. We'll be looking at prayer in the Holy Spirit, praying in the Holy Ghost. If I pray in the Holy Ghost every day, yeah. Yeah. I'm not going to pray in English either. Jesus. Nope. Not at all. Not Spanish. Not Russian. Not Chinese. Amen. Amen. A lot of people don't understand this, but this book is so easy to get and so easy to understand that why I wanted to go here down today is 
This is where things for me took off. Yeah. Took off. I sat in churches excited about God. I was born again. I was a drunk. I have the story. I love Joe's story last week. I love Joe. We're going to get a, something other than a Joe up here. We had Joe last week. We had Joe this week to share his testimony. Both of them, amazing stories. Awesome. I think everybody got one. Yeah. Amen. Everybody's got one. And we're going to call different people up every week. To share some testimony. Amen. What's God done for you? Yeah. Amen. Yeah. Amen. Got one back here. Next week, I'm sure it was uh, born again and set free by Nikki Cruz up in New York. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. That was pretty radical right there. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I've heard of uh, Nikki Cruz and all of the, the new guys. Yeah. It's going to be, uh, you don't ever know you got amongst you. Amen. Amen. And it's good to know those that labor among you. Yeah. Yeah. We got people qualified to go out and help people that are down the house. Because yes. uh, you know, until you help yourself, you can't help nobody else. Right. Amen. Amen. And Jesus did, the Holy Spirit didn't come just to bring lessons, He came to bring life. Yes. Amen. And if you can't share your life lesson with people, I don't want to hear your Bible study lesson. Amen. 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 So, praise the Lord. I want us to start today in Acts chapter 2 because we are going to be talking today about being, uh, being filled with the Holy, the Holy Spirit. Say, filled. Yeah. Yeah. With the Holy Spirit. According I believe that all churches today should model their church not after the latest and greatest, but after the book of Acts. Amen. It's the birth of the church, and it's not going to change. God's not going to get off there and do things different than he did and try to confuse us. I heard people say this, you know, we have the gifts of the Spirit, the gifts of the Spirit, uh, gifts of wisdom, gifts of knowledge. Amen. I mean, you get a word of wisdom, word of knowledge, and you know, you got a lot of people today that are so far away from Holy Spirit They'll say wisdom is nothing more than getting around uh, seasoned ministers and seasoned people and letting them speak into their life. Those who have been in the ministry long can have the gift of wisdom. The word of knowledge can only come. This means now today, what it meant then was totally different, but today, word of knowledge is this. You can have the gift of knowledge and the word of knowledge you can flow in if you go get you a good degree. Mm -hmm. People that give some healing now have been uh, uh, watered down to be doctors at hospitals. We have great doctors today. We don't need to give some healing like they did in the Bible. No, sir. Amen. Come on. No, sir. None of the Bible has changed. None of the Bible has But uh, we don't, we're not going to water the Bible down here when it comes to Holy Spirit, being filled with the Spirit. And we're not going to send you to a back room to get baptized in the Holy Ghost. See, these days, even, and what I found out is this. About half the churches believe in the baptism of the Holy Spirit, and about half don't. I'm going to be real as I can be with you. I've been to all kinds of different churches. Baptist, Methodist, Presbyterian, Episcopalian, Church of God, Church of God, in Christ, Church of God, all that stuff. And I believe this, and I started researching. About half believe in the baptism of the Holy Spirit speaking in other tongues, and about half don't. You split it right down the phone book. When I went and looked, I'm like, they do, they do. If I want it, I go here and talk here. If I don't, I don't. And then I started, I'm like, 
Well, you know, uh, do I want everything that is in the Bible, or because I'll tell you this: anytime anything starts with with well, brother, yeah. <laughs> that's not for today. Then I say we throw the whole thing in the trash. That's right. I say we throw the whole thing in the trash can and we just get on the. I started reading my Bible. Amen. And a lot of you know from the introduction to this whole series, my whole deal with me where I become real dangerous was I was just a very uh, uh, normal person from Linden, Louisiana. And the Lord asked me, I had some people tell me that the baptism of the Holy Spirit speaking in other tongues, you're not saved if you hadn't done it. Then I went to the extreme of another guy telling me that you were of the devil if you did. And I knew he was crazy because I've told you before. I went to riverboats and bars and clubs and all over the place where the devil hung out. And I never heard nobody shouting out of the devil shut up. <laughs> no, no, I don't think where the devil is. They're not speaking in tongues. <laughs> Because the Lord dealt with me one time because I was ministering to kids in the youth group. We had a hundred filled with the Holy Ghost speaking tongues. We had people just come to a Bible study on Friday nights at a Baptist church. <laughs> I got kicked out. Amen. <laughs> Let's put a fellowship. We need to find somewhere. I don't know. I think. Because here's the deal. I thought I could just get everybody in. Yeah. And the Lord dealt with me. He said, you know, Ryan, he said, you can't. Because everybody is going where they want to go. Yeah. I'm just going to tell you the truth. He said, they are, everybody goes to places where they want to go. You know where they believe in the Holy Spirit. You know where they don't. You know the people that are at churches today that don't believe in the Baptist, the Holy Spirit speaking in tongues, and outbreak of the Holy Spirit in the middle of church service on a Sunday morning. Everybody knows how to find their place. And people are finding a nice, comfortable seat to go sit in, and everybody knows how to go to a place. But when I got saved, I said, you know what? I was all out for the devil. Arrested a couple of times. Kicked out of every bar in Shreveport, Louisiana. Kicked off every riverboat over there, too. Kicked off. Yeah. Tumping tables up. Yeah. <laughs> Cheating. <laughs> that was that old guy, not me. <laughs> the new guy. Amen. Now we're Well, I started, I started listening to the Holy Spirit, and I said, you know what? I'm not coming in here. I do not want half of what you got for. I do not want a third. I do not want uh, a little bit. I don't want all or I don't want nothing. I want to go all in or not in at all. Yeah. I'd rather keep drinking and gambling and partying and running around with people I didn't even know and waking up in states I didn't know where I was at than I had to go sit up in a church yeah. and sit there and just sit there and hear and leave and hear and leave. I said, I'm not here to do that. I mean, a little more. Yeah. Amen. I mean, there is more. Amen. 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 <laughs> Amen. I mean, no, there's more. Yeah. Woo! Hallelujah. chapter 2, verse 1. We're going to present this to you. And hope this in a way you can understand it. A lot of times when I minister this, from my background, people say, you know, I understood that that time. I got it that time. Amen. I really did. And that phrase, Lord, that just, I don't claim to be some theologian that's going to break everything down for you in the Greek and the Hebrew today. We're going to look at what uh, the word all of the, no, we're going to see what the Bible says, and then we got to deal with the Bible. Amen. In Acts chapter 2, verse 1, it says, When the day of Pentecost had fully come, 
They were all in one one accord and in one place. The unity. Amen. Unity is good in the kingdom. Amen. 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 I've always said here, and again, that's why we don't try to please people. We're not trying to make you happy. We don't even care if you like us. <laughs> we want everybody to get in one accord, one place, one vision. You hear the vision, you can run with it today. You hear the vision, you don't like the vision, you got no business saying. Amen. Amen. One accord. And it's not to be rude or mean or, or, or come off the wrong way. It's serious. Yes. Don't waste your time and don't waste the church's time and be somewhere where you can't use your gift and plug it in. Amen. Yes. Come on. We're here to accomplish something. Amen. Yes. We're here to get something done for the kingdom. Yes. Probably about 18 liters of trucks and all the things that the Lord has blessed us with. This is all about one heartbeat, one vision, one spirit, one purpose. <laughs> let's go get this thing done Amen. and let's get up out of here. Amen. But here's the deal. Without the Holy Spirit, I'll say this. The Bible, the Bible says this. It's not by might, not by power, but by my yes. spirit. Yes. We can't have your abilities, your singing, your drumming, your your gifts, your motivational speaking. Your We can't get all that. It's not about you. It's about the Spirit of God. And if the Spirit of God does not move and change you, you really did not get changed. God did not put you here just to go get a good education, then to work your tail off and say you had a little success. Because yeah. I want to read this to you because here's the deal. When we all come together, how many of, how many of us in here one more time are excited about what God is doing? Woo! I'm just getting a little bit too happy. I'm getting too excited. Because I was that drunk joke. I don't know what God did for you, but I know what he did for me. I don't know everybody in the room, but I do know what he did for me. That's what gets me. People say, why do you get so excited when you go Because you're laid back in the board. Man, I tell you what, when I start sharing with people what God did in my life, this isn't somebody else. This happened for me. Yes. And I'm like, this is real. Yeah. Yeah. I don't get, man, I, I started getting, and, and I just want the whole church just to just catch it. Amen. Just like, God, it's, it's not, I went to the best Bible college in the country. I come out of all that, but but it's not about a Bible study. It's about a life change. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, the life didn't change enough to where you're going to help change somebody else. Right. Amen? Right. Amen. Because everything hinges in the Spirit based upon what we're about to talk about today. The move of the Holy Spirit bases, everything flows from the baptism of the Holy Spirit. Yeah. Verse number two, keep going right here. When the day of Pentecost had fully come, they were in one place and one accord. And suddenly, Suddenly. Do you think things can happen suddenly? How do you think that all of a sudden you could be going on your going along your way depressed and messed up and confused and suddenly? What if things can happen suddenly, Steve? What if you suddenly got happy? What if you suddenly got a hit on the Holy Ghost and the Holy Ghost come in and it starts looking like it looked in the Bible in your life? What if suddenly and it happened in my life? Seven, boom. Yes. Amen. And I tell everybody all the time, at your very worst, you are one decision away from your very best. Yes. Not a lot of decisions away. I got to make a multiple decisions. Now, Jesus and Holy Spirit, that right there, you get in and then watch what they can do. Amen. Yeah. He'll take care of you. take dope dealers, dope smokers. Yes. Most, you don't be yes. surprised how many people in here have been in jail. Yeah. <laughs> I love it more than anything. 
We can take this church to the suburbs. I don't want to. We can go build a church in a nice pustal area and have a little crowd show up and send outdoor hangers and fires and nail outs and get people to come. Not interested. I'd love to see Holy Spirit do what he did. Amen. Come on. Come on. What's about to happen? Yes. I just hope you're excited Because really, what you're thrilled about is what's working in your life. Yeah. If you're not thrilled about God and His Word, the Word's not working for you. Yeah. What's working in your life is what thrills you. Yeah. Let me excited. I'm about to have my very best days. Yeah. 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 Amen. Suddenly there came a sound. I mean, only make sounds. Yeah. It's not a funeral service. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and when the Holy Spirit come in, all of a sudden there was no interest. I know some people don't like loud churches, and some people don't like church services. They get loud. But when the Holy Spirit came, there was a sound. Yeah. Amen. Yes. And here is where you're going to start seeing a divide. Yes. How many of you got friends who love a nice wild church service? Yeah, yeah. Family, friends, yeah. just like you. Oh, I didn't know that loud stuff over here. Like, don't bring it. <laughs> oh, you go to that church. <laughs> <laughs> and we're on screen again, and you know, people say, well, you know, even now, just these in these days, even spirit, even, I'll say this, non-denominational don't mean spirit did. Yes, yes. Non-denominational has nothing to do with spirit filled Holy Ghost. Nothing, nothing, nothing at all. It could just be that they took the denomination name off of it, and that's just what they did. And again, half love this, what's about to happen, happen in their service, and half say, stay away from that. Yeah. When things start making sounds in church, <laughs> sounds are made over there. They're excited. Then you have people shouting up in here left and right. That'll give you one time. Yeah. yeah. Right. Yes. And if you can't do it, it's not right that they did it. 
If you can't be filled, it's not okay that Bible people were filled. That's right. What kind of book would this be if it's not our example? Thank right. you. If I can't Amen. even feel like they were, I don't even have, I can't even do what they did. That's right. This book don't even mean a thing for me anymore. Because why? People are telling me that's not for today. Those scriptures are not for now. That's not what you're thinking it is. I can't hear this. Yes. Yeah. Yes. And I learned this and figured this thing out. And really, it is so fun to be spiritual. Yes. Amen. But it's not by your might, not by your mind, but by the spirit. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> My goodness, man, I mean, it's not his spirit. You can, it's in the spirit. Yes. But you got to be able to get people to the spirit. But watch this, verse 3, and then all of a sudden, when they were sitting, the house was filled, and there appeared to them uh, divided tongues as of fire, yes. and sat upon each of them, rolled along fairly quickly with me now, and they were all filled. Say filled. Filled. Is there a difference in filled and not filled? Is there a distinction between filled and unfilled? Amen. Oh, praise the Lord. There's a difference in yes. filled up. Yes. Amen. I'll say this, and since you go on a long journey, you might want to fill up. Yes. I'm not here for three weeks. I'm here for about 30, 40 more years on this tree. Amen. Oh, we're going to build another big building behind me. I got to stay full. That's yes. right. I got to stay full. I can't get full. But they were filled with the Holy Spirit and began to speak in other tongues. That's right. That's not now. It is. That's right. Now you don't get into it. Oh, no, no, no. We don't need that anymore. Oh, my goodness. Why do we go to explaining away the power instead of just receiving what the Bible says? If they can do it, we ought to be able to do it. If they can do it and we can't, God is not just. Why give us an example in the book of Acts of something they got but we can't have? Yeah. 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 I 
tried it for years and figured out you couldn't do it. How about we just let him fill us up? How about we just say, Holy Ghost, I'll take you Now, here's the deal. You're going to have to find where you can go to filling stations. Everybody don't teach this. Everybody don't believe this. If you go to a pastor and say, I'd like to be filled with the Holy Spirit. And he's going to look at you and say, well, you are. And you're like, no, I know about it. <laughs> you know, say yes, you are. You got everything. You got Jesus. You got everything you can get right there. Well, see you are. You are free. You are blessed. Amen. You do hold the way.
So if you can, come and be here. We always serve breakfast on Sunday mornings. We always serve dinner on Wednesday nights um, because Pastor just wants to be a blessing yeah, to you guys. So, um, anyways, we love y'all. Thank you. Amen. Love all that. We'll see you guys Wednesday night. Praise the Lord.